0: Your day has just begun. Yeah. But for DJ and PK, they're just hitting their stride. It's time for all your headlines from the night in sports. As DJ and PK tell you what's trending. Are you ready? On 97.5, 1280, The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Yeah. Hashtag Utah Jazz. All right, Conley inbounds. 0. 0.6 seconds left. Ingles comes to the ball. Ingles catches. Ingles shoots. Ingles scores.
1: Donovan off Boyan. Same play as a moment ago. They get Gordon switched. Donovan drives, spite spins, hangs in the air, floats and scores. Donovan Mitchell. 103,
0: 128 for Donovan.
2: Utah Jazz blow a big lead and then rally in the end and beat the Magic. 109, 102. Bogdanovich and Mitchell with 30 point games. So, PK, what? You were more encouraged. By the win and how they closed the game or more discouraged by the fact that they gave up a big lead or you don't care about that. They've won three in a row run's and won four, and four runs to five. We will or, get to that. It's you, on our Facebook page. What would you be discouraged about? Dominating people. They're a lesser team. Dominate. You got them down by 15, 17, 18. They're not
1: a top team in the West right now. They're 16 and 11. Thinking about this, man. You, know, you, you just got to gotta enjoy the moment. You got to be grateful for what you have, not what you want or what you had, what you have. And they got a good team right now. They're 16 and 11. No, I don't. wouldn't pick them against two or three teams the rest of the way, but maybe they can get better. And so you got to understand where you're at. And that was a nice win. I mean, every this is the NBA, man. The other the teams got players that were drafted high and this and that. So you, know, you can find every game to be discouraged if that's what you're looking for.
2: Mike Conley uh, re-injured, left the game. I thought he had a pretty good uh, run in the first half there. Not so much in the third quarter, but maybe he was already feeling it at that point. And then he left, and we'll see how long he's out for now.
1: Well, that's the issue. Yeah, those things, you can re-aggravate it in a heartbeat and then be another two or three weeks. Yep.
2: And that's not good. Nope. And it kind of feels like what it is now. But we don't know that after the game, Quinn got asked about it and said he's still being evaluated and didn't want to speculate, so we'll... Hang out and see how long this is going to be. They're hitting the road tomorrow to play Atlanta. DJ and PK.
0: Hashtag NBA.
2: It starts with Anthony and LeBron. And you know, those two together are, are very difficult to beat. You know, obviously we were shorthanded with, with Anthony, but, you know, our, you know, the other guy stepped up. You know, I was really proud of how we played, and, you know, we even fought back. And you know, we were down 10, I think, at one point. Uh, down a lot late, and we kept grinding, kept trying to get stops. Anthony Davis was limping on a uh, an ankle he tweaked in the last game uh, when that last one finished, and so they didn't play him in this one, and they were in Indiana, and Sabonis, former Zag, had a big game, and LeBron didn't have his running mate, and the Lakers get beat for the fourth time this year, 105-102. Mm-hmm. A reminder of how fragile it is, PK, no matter how awesome you are, you lose one of your top fragile, guys. Fragile, of course. Fragile.
1: Yes. I had to pluck out an Italian word. Good Man. for you. Thank you. Yeah, I can recall years ago watching uh, Sabonis down in the West Coast Conference Tournament. And he was warming up. And he didn't have a, a ball. And he was just working for about 20 minutes. He was under the bucket. Left block, right block. Just doing footwork. Footwork over and over. Repetitive, tedious footwork. And it's one of those things like if you come to the arena at 5, the public's not even allowed in yet, you know? But you can see that kind of stuff. guys yeah. going. Yeah, we can get in there yeah. and see that. And he's just doing drop steps, pivots, blah, 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 blah. He's going back and forth, back and forth, and then I'm going to keep my eye on this guy. You remember a couple years ago, Paul J- or Paul James, Paul George was uh, traded. And, you know, oh, the Pacers. Well, the Pacers started 0-3 this year. Since then, they're like 19 and 6. And I get it. They didn't have Anthony Davis. You didn't have Depot. He's still been out. But Pacers have. Made themselves into a nice team. That's the point. I mean, I don't think the Lakers are going to sweat this December 17th loss
2: in Indiana. Without AD, right. They're going to have no bearing on anything. But it was a fun little game to watch. But we don't watch as much of the East as we watch of the West. I obsess Uh, over the uh, Pacers. (laughs) Remember, the Jazz went in there and it didn't go well. Now the Lakers go in there, shorthanded, and they get beat too. Jazz is going to be playing the Hawks in Atlanta tomorrow night. The Hawks. Not playing even a little bit of defense, putting up any resistance at all. The Knicks going for 143 points, 143 to 120.
1: So you just look at scores, and if it's a high score, you assume they didn't put up
2: any resistance. 143 is off the charts. I understand that, but I asked your question. Yes. When I look at that score, I immediately think you didn't even put up a shred okay. of resistance. Because you didn't watch one second of the I game. I did not watch one okay. second of that game. But you're giving up 35 point quarter after 35 point quarter? That's brutal. Followed by a 35-point quarter? You know, somewhere there must have been a 38 or they wouldn't have gotten a 143, but that's they a lot of math. do math. Nice. Yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Sometimes guys get hot. Clippers win again. They take down the Suns 120-99. to 99. DJ and PK. Hashtag college basketball. Weber State beat Bethesda last night. They've beaten uh, three schools, uh, beaten NII schools at four and six, but uh, looks like the Wildcats shaping up for a long season. Big game for the youths here, who've got a gaudy eight and two record. PK, but look who's coming. Well, they're going. They're not really coming here. It's in Vegas. Look who's coming up on the schedule. Oh, nice save. Yes, it is in Vegas tonight, ESPN2, 9 o'clock. As the Flintstones once said, Rock Vegas. Sixth ranked Kentucky. Oh, Kentucky. Got any hope for the
1: Utes in that one? I have hope for the Utes. I don't know about any individual game because obviously they've got a lot of young talent on the team and they've got young talent coming into the program in the next year. So I definitely have hope for them in the short term that isn't necessarily tonight. Tonight. Or maybe even this season. I'm not ruling them out for this season because I think the conference is pretty good this year. So there's a shot of uh, four teams, maybe up to six. And could they be one of those six? That's not without of realm of possibility.
2: A lot of good things would have to happen. So, in the four, the four you like: Oregon and Arizona. Some combination of Washington Stanford, Colorado. You got some. More confidence in some of those teams than others. Uh, yeah, you put them in the Devils or the, the Devils.
1: N-I-T, or not NIT NET thing, the net thing they call it. They were ranked 30th. They've got a game with St. Mary's tonight if you're interested in that. I assume it's on the Pac-12 network somewhere. Uh, so I have hope for the Utes, not necessarily literally in the short term, but not, not long term either, but over the course of the season in the next year.
2: All right, that's a late game tonight. Uh, ESPN 2, if you want to che- check that out. The ASU game, 7 o'clock on the Pac-12 Network. Let's say Mary's there in the desert. Yeah, Utah yeah. State and South Florida. they are playing... playing on a horse with no name. <laughs> Utah State and South Florida are in Houston tonight. They are. Battleground 2K19. It's on ESPN 3. You can listen to the game on the Zone Sports Network. ESPN 3, why don't you just say it's on a computer? It's on the computer. Streaming on ESPN3. Is that better? (laughs) It's on the computer. DJ and PK. Hashtag college football. All right, today is signing day, and the early day has assumed not just prominence, but dominance over that February date. Today's the big day. Kyle Whittingham thinks he's going to get about 90% of the guys he's aiming for. Today. And then there'll be a few guys who sign on the february date so we've got a bunch of guests lined up today brian brown ute zone will be here at 8:50 to talk about the ute recruiting class they've already gotten their first guy got one one down one down actually two down two oh really down. got a second one it was bentley the transfer from south carolina tennessee putu towel from east high all right two down how many to go And our own Jake Hatch will break down the Cougar recruiting class coming up in about uh, 40 minutes. Riley Jensen, Mountain West Elite Camps, will be here as well to talk about these guys. You got some guys you're uh, looking forward to seeing if they sign? Pretty confident at Van Fillinger, Texas Commit, at Corner Canyon, your Chargers. I've been sworn to secrecy. Been sworn to secrecy. That means you're (laughs) tough. Don't say anything. I was told, don't say anything. He wants to have a
1: hat. Well, he will have a hat ceremony. Oh, he's going to pick the hat out of the... Yes, because they've got uh, some guys like jo- uh, Zach Wilson's little brother. Josh Wilson. Yeah. Who is? I mean, I've spoken to the kid. The kid's a great kid. Top of the line kid. Couldn't be more impressed with that kid. So they're going to have a thing at
2: school for all the kids at Corcoran. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. And he he was in, when I talked to him last year, he was in BYU gear. So I'm pretty confident he'll sign.
2: With the Cougars, Wilson to follow his hunch. (laughs) Wilson to follow his brother, and we know that we've well, we have some
1: backstory. You and I on that very topic. We do, Uh, and uh, but then the other kid, yeah, he wants to he wants to have the hats out there. And
2: I was told uh, let let him have his moment, so we'll let him have his moment. All right, Utah State, three players. A brush with the law. Are they going to play? How's that going to work out? And I can't imagine that the uh, that all this is going to be legally resolved in time for the bowl game. So they let them play or not? That, the Aggies made any announcements? They weren't well, charged the, until the day after they yeah. left. Yeah,
1: and I think the court appearance is after the game. Correct. So it can't can't be resolved. Uh, you let them play? I would. But... The older I get, the softer I get. Uh, in my mind, you had to spend two or three years in Logan too. Right at the end there, I'm just that for, for the game for Jordan Love's perspective. It doesn't play, don't play. You ought to be able to win. If Henry is all that, and they're excited for him next season, then you should be able to win the game. Well, I guess Bright would be a blow if you didn't have him too. So now you got two guys. But anyway, what does this mean for Love's NFL career? Do they look at that? Is that a big deal? Uh, is it just, uh, okay, he's having a little, little smoke and a little weed there, and that's it? And, and uh, so just clean that up, buddy. And The N- M- MLB said they weren't even going to test for that next year, right? So where are we going? I mean, I, I, walking around, I got a Sonics hoodie on when I was in Seattle for the Utah game. Oh my gosh, it was like every five feet.
2: Everywhere f- you walked in I town. feel like I was
1: back at NAU, <laughs> smelling uh, it all over the yeah, place. It really was. It was strong. Uh, so, what does this mean for the NFL for him? Because obviously, he's expected to be on a roster making some pretty good cash next year,
2: right? right? But if you drop a round or two in the draft, it'll cost you some but of that. But I cash. have no idea what it means. And I don't know what the NFL will, how they'll evaluate that versus. All the other stuff they've decided well, we see Josh
1: Gordon again and again and again and again and again. Suspended, suspended, suspended. So, you know, what does... So it's risk, risk versus there? reward. It's a right? gateway? Some people believe it's a gateway drug. And so you start with this, you go to that. It's like, you know, what they say about pornography. If you look at a, at a magazine and then, you know, that doesn't uh, excite you anymore. So you got to step up. And then after a while, you got to step up. You got to step up. And before you know it, or whatever, you you know, you're on that show where the the guy's coming in out of the back room because you're expected to meet a 14-year-old or something disgusting like that. You know, whatever. What was that show? You know, that show used to be on with the one guy. Yeah, yeah, it used to be like uh, on the cable, and he'd come out. What's that guy's name? I can see his...
2: Is it Dennis something? This is what Twitter is for. I you, don't know, but Twitter's going to notify us. I don't know what you're I talking about. I was on all the time. I don't know. I'm
1: not following.
2: Yeah, the video, He, some guy would be thinking he'd be coming into a house. And, and so basically he, they were doing these stings and busting guys on TV? Oh, well, yeah. This was, isn't like America's Most Wanted where they were tracking.
1: No, it was on all the time. And uh, so, yeah, and then the guy would come out. I saw uh, Dog the Bounty Hunter, but that's and he would would uh, And then he'd Go talk dog. to the guy and, oh, no, no, I'm just, just here to talk. And. And then uh, the guy would think, okay, well, you better leave. And he's thinking, you could almost see it in his expression. Okay, I got got out of this one. And then he'd go outside and the cops would be there. Get down on the ground! Yeah. And what was that guy's name? Somebody hit us up on Twitter. It's like a Brian Williams type guy. He's a, a fairly recognizable newsman. And he would have those things out there. So is, is it going to go from there? Is this an issue? Is he doing other stuff? I have no idea on any of this, but you wonder. I mean, they say in the NFL Combine, they pick and probe and do all these things. Oh, with yeah, you. they want to know everything
2: about you. Yeah.
1: And as I said, when I was working for the Watchdog, I literally had NBA teams call me. What it's do you, you know? Yeah, yeah. Right. And, or the scouts, if they saw me and they got to at least recognize me by face, if they didn't know the name, they would uh, ask me, all the time, because the youths obviously had prospects. And plus, yeah. in the Mountain West, whack, they had prospects. How do people so, interact? Yeah. How do they, they carry they themselves? Yeah, they literally me. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Our listeners are incredible. Yeah.
3: When they phone got call. it already? To catch a predator with Chris Hansen.
1: There Chris Hansen. Yeah. They knew. Four yeah. different phone calls. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you'd be watching this thing. How freaking stupid are you? Even to this day, you hear of... Uh, somebody on the internet thought they were going to meet a teenage oh, girl, right? You're like, and it's police. Yeah. It's like, a, you're a pervert. Obviously, it's, it's disgusting beyond disgusting. And B, you're stupid to think that
2: <laughs> it's actually what it they, says. That it can't is. possibly be that, yeah. dude. You? Right? <laughs> uh, New Mexico hires Danny Gonzalez. We were talking about is it. It Danny Gonzalez and one other person who was still coaching in the FCS playoffs. And it's now down to Danny. Well, Danny's the local guy. Valley high. Walk on it in the University of New right. Mexico. And he's yeah.
1: Albuquerque through and through. So if
2: anybody knows what a crappy
1: job that is, he's out there, Yock. Uh, but he's behind the door there. Uh if anybody knows what a crappy job that is it's Danny Gonzalez so at least Danny Gonzalez
2: he's going in going. eyes wide open yeah. so why didn't I know there were more local recruits right. we were talking about this yesterday you can go there's websites you got like 24-7 sports and they will list all the commits that'll be expected to sign today by college but also list them by the state they come from yeah. it's all cross-referenced and so when you click on utah you see in any given year there will be 30 or 40 guys signing somewhere and then you click on arizona and there's 50 or 60 guys signing somewhere and then you click on new mexico and there's two the devils two.
1: devils practice in the morning so and they make their coaches available all the time because they this is the way herm is it's open door and uh, so Gonzalez at like uh, 11 o'clock is giving a press conference and he's talking about the job. He's saying, you know, it's wildly underfunded, blah, 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 blah. They're not committed to winning. And so I saw some guy says, yeah, it doesn't sound like he's taking it. Two hours later, it's announced. <laughs> <laughs> he was just getting his thoughts out there for the administration over at New Mexico. Yeah. And so I read... Uh, I follow a couple guys that I know who are down there, and he's saying, uh, he says, it, doesn't, bro, it certainly doesn't sound like Gonzalez is going to take
2: this job if it's offered. And then less than two hours later, it gets out. So you think he was just getting all his, uh... hey, I told you before I even took the job how it was. Uh, You're underfunded, well, yeah, you, you need think this, at that you need point that. they
1: would be heavily in the negotiations. Plus, they'd already announced that they were going to introduce him at halftime of the Grand Canyon, New Mexico game, which meant they had to fly him from Phoenix to Albuquerque. Not that it's a long flight, but all that had to be set up. DJ and PK,
0: hashtag
2: NFL. Pro Bowl rosters are out. The Ravens lead the way. A dozen of them. Lamar Jackson, a quarterback, as you would expect. They're playing in Orlando the week before the Super Bowl. So all those Ravens are hoping that they don't actually play in the game. Thanks for naming me, but Super Bowl guys sit that game out, and then they name replacements.
1: Uh, yeah, I don't think it's about the game. I think it's about, about the, the
2: recognition game. and the status. Well, so you're the, the guy. And, and hitting the special. bonus in your contract. That's all that it is. And who cares about the actual game? Don't get hurt. Uh, Detroit Lions announced that Matt Patricia is back for 2020 after a couple of spectacularly mediocre to poor seasons. Bob Quinn, the GM, they're a couple of former Patriot guys. They're going to get a third year to see if they can get well, the Lions good. rolling. I want to see Matty Patty coach. Because? because you like saying, saying Matty in, Patty, Patty? Yeah. Okay.
1: Plus, I mean, he looks like he emerged from deep in the woods somewhere.
2: <laughs> deep in the woods. You're right about that. Just gutted a deer. <laughs> By bare hands, Lions: three wins, ten losses, one tie. So this well, mean, has been out. So. Yep, gonna need a big turnaround next year. But you're right; they have been going through quarterbacks. Got to get Stafford healthy. DJ and PK, there is what is trending. It is brought to you by Shamrock Plumbing. Receive a free reverse osmosis system with the purchase of any water softener. near Shamrock Plumbing. 801-295-1690. That's Shamrock Plumbing. Andrew Reinhardt, join us. He's emerged from deep in the woods this morning. Yes. Bright and early. A long hike out (laughs) of the backwoods where he's living off the (laughs) land. He's here to tell you all about Wasatch Medical Clinic and a breakthrough treatment for ED.
4: Yes. uh, This new treatment, Acoustic Wave Therapy, been really cool. more and more every week guys coming in younger guys older guys guys in their 20s and 30s i think the bottom line is that erectile dysfunction can wreak havoc on a relationship and guys are doing it for themselves guys are doing it for the relationship that that they're in um this treatment addresses the root cause problem of ed by opening up blood vessels and increasing blood flow in this part of the body uh what that essentially means is that you don't need the pill anymore Um, Even a guy that's, you know, still got partial function left, things are slipping in the wrong direction. They benefit so well from this. Um, No pills, no injections, no surgery. It's not invasive. It's a natural fix. So it can basically restore normal spontaneity and function in the bedroom. Does testosterone work? You know, um, that's a good question. Testosterone's very trendy right now. A lot of guys doing it. I think it can help with energy levels, but what we've found is that it doesn't help with ED. Guys think it will. They try it. They come and see us after it's failed. So I don't think it's a good solution for that.
2: And then there's the side effects that I guess we all see when we're watching the games. Oh, yeah. And none of the side effects like that with your treatment? There's zero side
4: effects. There's never been a negative anything. Um, A treatment is eight to ten minutes. You might do a few of them over two to three weeks. And that's it. Long lasting. Not something you have to continue to do every week or month. Um, A typical guy can be done in three weeks. And
2: you got a deal on the initial consultation.
4: We do. Uh, We know guys are hesitant um, and they think, "Okay, I've got ED, but I'll never get it taken care of. It's too embarrassing. Uh, We are doing an initial assessment exam. It's an analysis of you with our medical doctor. Uh, Blood flow ultrasound, which has gotten really good lately. Um, The technology's improved. It shows us if there's any blockages in blood flow, what the cause of your ED might be. Uh, normally there's a charge for all that. We do it free if you call us during the show. So pick up the phone, call us guys. It's confidential and there's no obligation.
2: The number is 801-901-8000. You can call 801-901-8000. The Wasatch Medical Clinic. Andrew Reinhardt stopping by and his number 801-901-8000. Thanks Andrew. Thank you. This
0: is Tony Parks and Austin Horton.
2: Jay Hill head coach at Weaver State Football what are
3: your lasting thoughts about the quarterfinals we did
4: exactly what I told you the game was going to come down to us taking care of the football and then us playing great defense and we did both those things what a
2: fun game it was back and forth and two good teams it was a heck of a game
4: the five interceptions and the incredible defense and the the blocked punt I gotta ask you for the truth here Tony is trying to sell this to me and the listeners that he actually drew up that play and told told you to go out there and block that punt. Well, that was good advice, though, huh? Yeah. yeah. Just hey, just let's go block this one for a touchdown. That right. will help us win. <laughs> Thought
1: it would help our offense, and lo and behold,
4: <laughs> 17-10. It, it, it did. Yeah. Tony Parks and
0: Austin Horton, weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5, 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network.
2: DJ and PK. Reminding you to get a new Jeep or Ram for less. A Ken Garf, West Valley Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram. Visit us today. Is he- that Nat King Cole? Yeah, that's who that was. Nat King Cole, Cole yes. <laughs> Andy Williams?
1: Run DMC, but you know. Sinatra. No, I knew I, knew. I wasn't going to be Frank.
2: Bring out some Frank for you. The recruits are streaming in, PK. Oh, one right after a freaking yeah, other. Yeah, Jake Bentley. Tennessee Pututau. You got some good names this year signing with the Utes. Taniyla you got a kid from Pudetau. Tennessee? Tennessee Pututau, 6'2", defensive lineman. Really? Where's he going? Utah. Oh, sweet.
1: I hope he's good in 11 games. And his cousin, Teniela Pututau, just signed with Utah, too. Oh,
2: they're all cousins. What difference does it make? Hunter Lotulaleh. Out of Highland High, just signed. And how about Money Parks? You want a receiver named Money?
1: No. It's from Texas. No,
2: o- 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 Kerr's already got that name. Oh, ah, okay. Can't. Well, tell Money Parks to go back to Texas. He's a receiver from Texas? Yep. Five ten. 164 pounds. Well, of course. Yeah. Because if he's gotta was, be a reason. If he was six four full of muscle. Two ten, he'd be a Texas or Texas AM. Or any number of SEC schools. Yeah, that's I mean, true. I don't forget Oklahoma's basically right up the oh, freeway. And uh, half their roster is from Texas.
1: How come the Utes, the Ute fans, don't go berserk when they sign some black kid? Like the, the Cougars, they get some black non-Mormon kid. They just go berserk. You want to the latest one? I'm looking at you, the ghost of uh, O'Neill Chambers.
3: Chris Jackson. Chris Jackson? Yep.
1: Mahmoud (laughs) Abdul-Barrouf?
3: Not that Chris Jackson. (laughs) At a Mount San Antonio College in Walnut, California.
1: Well, I hope he's a player. Maybe he is. Oh, is that the one that I saw they did a feature story on him? In the Deseret News, yeah. Yeah. I'm still waiting for the first feature story that the papers write of a black kid who grew up in middle class and went to school and there was no problem and everything was great rather than every black kid that we have to feature in these papers steps over five dead bodies just to go get the mail. I mean, we just perpetuate this
2: over and over and over. Is there anybody? Nobody wants to read about middle class kids. Why not? Because they're leading middle class lives. They already know about middle class lives. I assume. So You were, you were a B writer. Did they ever? an editor ever pitch you on a story? That's or really or, or turn you down? Just uh, boring middle class stories. Turn you down? This guy grew up. Uh, mom's a teacher. Uh, dad's a salesman. <laughs> Insurance. Yeah, right. <laughs> They're out there. I know they are.
1: There's that cliche. We read it over and over again. We love that story.
2: All right, we'll get to the recruiting coming up. Let some more recruits sign here, and uh, we'll get updates on Utah and BYU. Well, we'll get an update on the Cougars here with uh, Jake. So, Sione Foto is committed. Yeah?
1: He's staying home. Now it's... Uh,
2: who did he commit to? Well,
1: it's retreated by my friend Alex Markham, who does the Utes thing, so I'm assuming it's uh, the Utes. Since he... He's one of those ute uh, internet guys good dude so
2: all right recruiting update coming up in about 15 minutes I
1: saw one thing oh what do you got? before we go um, somebody tweeted out for the ASU folk uh, that you know oh they they've got three or four guys that are gonna flip and they're all you know eight star guys sweet and and uh, so I just looked at it and one guy says you know, I've been hearing this for 30 years.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and there's your brother from another mother. Direct message that guy, and you two can <laughs> you two can share stories. Yeah. Do you remember when? Right, right. And so, uh, it just, I,
1: I get it, man. I get it. Hope springs eternal. I know, but they've been hearing it. I know. You're going to, oh, th- this coach, and five years later, and, ah, oh, this coach, and this coach, and... I think the point is to be grateful for what you have here, particularly from Utah. Because if he signs a guy, that means he sees something in him. And if he sees something in him, and I'm speaking of Kyle, obviously, and that's good enough for me.
2: So at Arizona State, those connections paying off, hiring those high school coaches from those big-time programs? Who knows? Huh. I thought if you were seeing a list of guys come in from those schools, you would No, know.
1: that was the point, is that there was like four or five guys out there that – are going to flip today. And so right now they're ranked 65th. But that's because they got these four or five guys out there who are they're going to... They're not getting to, credit for them yet. Yeah, and they're going to come in there and they're going to, nope, sorry, Clemson, sorry, Alabama, I've seen the light. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Staying in Tempe. <laughs> or I'm going there, you know, for wherever they're from around right. the country. Uh, and those guys, one guy saying, wait a second, man. We've been saying this every year. I'm sick of hearing it. And I get it. I get it. Oh, yeah, here it is. You need to understand that we have heard this rhetoric in the past. So you need to understand that people will be apprehensive about just hearing things. Until it's signed, that's all it is. Talk. If it happens, then great for ASU. But I will take the wait-and-see approach. Now, that's a pretty
2: well-level-headed take, I think. Right uh not not swearing and cussing people out, drop the word rhetoric in there, yeah, and he's apprehensive right,
1: and then
2: oh even this
1: so another another guys saying, well, hold on because. Three of their top recruits aren't making any announcements until January. So now we've even by- bypassed. Well, <laughs> today stu- sucks. We
2: will just wait till February. Okay, but he didn't Give them rule a couple th- of weeks. But the original guy didn't say they're never going to get it done. They're a bunch of losers. Yeah, He's like, wait and know, see. But come on, I
1: mean, if you have a thirty-year pattern, aren't you pretty well assured that you're going to probably continue that thirty-year pattern? Isn't it a twenty-three-year pattern? No. It's, from, from the Rose Bowl? No. Undefeated? No, they, they've had moments here and there. That's not the issue. The, and anybody can have a moment. So you're going 30 years. Is that from the end of Frank Cush? No. Oh. John Cooper. Okay. Cush is 40. I think Cush was fired in 79. So you're going way back. No. John Cooper was there for a couple years, got them the Rose Bowl you speak of. The win. The first one. Right. They've only had two. And then the next year, I think they went to Holiday Bowl. And then Ohio State that's, said, that's enough. We'll take him. And since my hatred of Ohio State began in 1987. <laughs> and uh, since then, it's just been spinning your wheels. Now, yes, they've had a few years. I mean, Graham had his 8-1. and one. Erickson had a 10-win season, blah, blah, blah. Snyder had the other Rose Bowl. Yeah. A Cutter had a, had a nice season. I'm sure Herm will get a nice one here coming up. That's not what it's about, though it's about being able to sustain a program I, I mean i really think anybody can have a decent season things break your way ball bounces your way you get a class of guys who grow up together and they end up being seniors and they have their health which has to happen that year right i mean this great season that utah had if moss it would have been last year uh if last year would have been this year right with moss yeah. and huntley going moss down and huntley know, stayed there. healthy this yeah. year and
2: they didn't last year right. and
1: they probably that don't looks, have that that looks like the difference. they could have had that season last year for that matter you know what i mean if they would have stayed healthy uh so who knows so you got to have things transpire but that that's the whole point colorado had its its great season everybody anybody in this conference anyway i believe can have a good run but can you sustain that run And that's what looks like for Utah anyway, that there's power in the sustainability. At least it looks like it. I can't guarantee you that that's what's going to happen. I'm talking to Cam Rising yesterday, and I'm listening to him. I'm thinking, I like this kid. I like what he's saying. I like his manner. I like the way he's looking me in the eye. And he realizes, okay, we're bringing in this quarterback, that quarterback, and we've got this couple of guys already on staff. I've got to compete with all all of these guys. And he gets it, and he's not backing down. He knows that this January, February, and then when they get into spring ball, is huge for him.
2: He understands it. Everything will be on the line. Yeah, you, They've already announced one of the quarterback transfers, and mm-hmm. I think it's just a time zone issue waiting to announce the other one, I would assume. Right. We've got to get that pretty quick. Right.
1: So I came away, and you can listen to the interview. We played it this morning, right? Yep. And it's, uh, it'll be on our website, 1280Zone. And you can listen to it if you want, if you had not already heard it. And I, I just like the way he stood there, looked you in the eye, and acknowledged what was ahead. So it looks like, my point is, it looks like they're going to be in pretty good shape. I don't know that you're going to have a quarterback who's going to complete 75% of his passes and has only two interceptions in the regular season. Now he had two in a bowl game. We understand that. Uh, Commerce
2: title Championship
4: game. But,
1: yeah. uh, that was their bowl game. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was a nice save by me. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: their bowl game. In a yet. sense,
1: that was their bowl game. <laughs> but it was postseason. So I don't know that they're going to play to that level. But I also don't know that there's going to be a major, substantial drop off to where they're running around uh, thinking, "Oh my gosh, we got to walk on up next," like they had basically when they entered the conference.
2: So can they keep averaging nine wins? Because that's what they've done for the last six years since they and that got is past a, that's a lot. A good run got past a lot of the Mountain West recruits and the D two transfer quarterback.
1: Yeah, and it's not so much the nine wins. Because you can schedule yourself three if you so choose. It's what are you doing in conference? Because that's where everything is basically even. No, nothing is really totally even. But that is the most level field you're going to have. Because you're in the same geographical region, basically. You know, budgets vary. I understand that. But Utah's not being undersold. You know, they had the number one recruiting budget of the public schools, the 10 of the 12. They're paying their coach over 4000000 million. They're paying their coordinators over $800,000 to live in Salt Lake. You're talking about, uh, I was thinking of you yesterday because you mistakenly latched onto that dumb take by Hurd with the state taxes, and I never bought it. And they were talking about Madison Bumgartner signing. And one of the guys said, national guy said, He signed for $85 million. He's only going to make $6 million next year. And then it goes up. So he's he's letting them have money to sign guys, right? Because they need a couple more guys to be competitive. And they were talking about how... It's about the winning quote? I was getting the finances. And not so much on the taxes, but cost of living and whatnot. And Mm -hmm. taxes were included. So I was actually furthering your point that you used to make all the time that... It, and the angels were thought to be in it because the angels sign Rendon, but they need pitching, right? And so they were interested in Bumgarner. And one of the guys said they, they looked at the numbers, and to equate the 85 million in Arizona would be 100 million in California with the cost of living and right. the state taxes and blah, 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 blah. So, my point is, if you're paying somebody here $800,000, well, yeah, you look at it, somebody, uh, SC or,
2: or Stanford or whatever, they're going to get more, right. but big deal. Yeah, Crystal's it, made that point for a while. It's going to be
1: taken away, and, right. and, and Washington is pretty expensive.
2: To Seattle's, think, re- Seattle's really expensive, yeah. not so much for Washington State. That's where Washington right. State, Oregon State, Utah... Catch a break, because these other towns can be so expensive to live in. So these
1: guys are paying high level. They're not. Utah's not running the program of the cheap. We had that one tweet came at us that said, wait a second. BYU, they got a hundred billion dollars in their church. This Washington Post thing, whether you believe it or not, right? And a hundred billion dollars, and they can't invest in the football program, and yeah, they're paying did. football coaches yeah. eighty thousand dollars, which is what some of them were
2: making. I want to see some of that in the football program. We tweeted out, yeah, or are. PK. Well, I haven't spoken to the
1: current guys, but I know what the other guys because they told me when they left to go to Virginia. So I assume it's not that much different. It's not. Yeah, and. So you're not paying, and you gotta whether you believe that story or not. It's up to you. Although I think the guy who did it, who the whistleblower, isn't he a former basketball player. Oh, I. Didn't it's know the that. same name I didn't anyway. I have a kid in the '90s. It's a possibility. Yeah, go look it up. It's uh, the same name. And uh, so anyway, they got all that
2: cash. Why not vote some down here? Because don't you have to pay to win? Isn't that the bottom line? It's what it looks like every time they put out that USA Today always does that list. They get the database and all the public schools. Any data they can get from private schools, but they don't usually have much. Right. But they have the public schools and the names at the top. The teams that win all come from programs with a ton of money. Not all the programs with a ton of money win.
1: Uh you can it's same in the pros. Right. You can appropriate
2: your, your right. money. Texas is the one that comes to mind. Texas is always way up there in the top five financially. And the last decade, their average record has been basically seven and six. I'm well, top five, top three if, at minimum.
1: Top three at minimum? He took your top five and he raised it.
2: I'm not playing poker with Yach. tell you that right now. <laughs> they made He's very aggressive. He will, he will, in the words of former former football coach turned New York Giants football coach, Push his chips to the well, middle of the yeah,
1: table. Watch out with those Mormon dudes in poker. There's something about it. I don't yeah. know exactly what it is, but <laughs> don't. they got a little <laughs> ring going on there, man. They keep it undercover.
2: Yeah, exactly. Undercover. Yeah. As I said, I'm not getting in that. Yeah. I'm out. All right, DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Well, we were going to talk jazz, but it's signing day. We'll talk jazz later. I want to talk jazz. All right, well, coming There's up.
1: something happened in jazz in the jazz game last night that got me
2: way way excited. All right, we will get to that, but coming up next, Jake Hatch has scheduled a shady guest named Jake Hatch. Is that guy going to show up, Jake? Very shady. All right. BYU recruiting class breakdown. How many have they signed so far? Uh so we'll talk about this. I've got an interesting Yeah, we're going to talk about Note it. for you. Yeah. Right. We're going to talk about it, Snigs. This is how it's going to go. Any question I ask <laughs> is going to get deflected. So, Jake is coming up next. we got the uh, lowdown of the BYU recruiting class. Brian Brown on the Ute recruiting class at 850. Works for Ute Zone. Riley Jensen from the Mountain West Elite Camps on the local guys and where they're going and who he expects to make a big splash. He's coming up. Well, when are we going to get to the Jazz? Well, we got to. He's at
1: 805. There was something that I saw. That got me super excited. We don't have to go
2: the whole segment with these guys. Yeah, let's cut cut that Jake Hatch guy short. Sweet. Sounds good. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 at 1280 The Zone. Take The
0: Zone with you wherever you go. Let's go. Download the all-new Zone Sports Network app on your phone and get live streaming of The Zone as well as podcast editions of every show.
2: Exciting football fans all across the country. You got a Trensetta over there, PK.
1: Florida defensive back JT Taylor's coming to Sun Devils. Sweet. At Trensetta underscore D How's that first
2: kick return gonna go? He's scoring six. Taking it all the way back. Well, I hope they're playing NAU or somebody in their first game. <laughs> <laughs> Time to welcome in our guest for this segment, Jake Hatch. Hey, Jake, welcome to the show.
1: Hey, thanks for having me. Is he brought to you by the Sprint Special Guest Line or no? No, he's in studio. He regardless. Do you have a studio sponsor? I don't know. Yeah.
3: Carrier? Carrier. Yeah, the Carrier Studios. Oh, there you go. Sober up.
2: So, Jake, why are you the BYU Recruiting Class Breakdown expert? Because I host the Locked on Cougars podcast? There it is. All right, now, the question you not want to answer before the break, how many guys are they signing? So they're going to sign...
3: Like Kyle Whittingham said, about 90% of this class expected to sign, but you're not going to hear a lot of fanfare from BYU today. Kalani Satake has been very open about saying he wants to celebrate these guys in February when the actual signing day comes. So in terms of BYU announcing signings, you're not going to see a lot of that with the high school guys, the Juco and... Return missionaries they have coming in will probably be announced. But you're going to see them hold off on announcing stuff probably till February.
1: Well, BYU is such a different animal. I was going to say how many of the half high the school kids. I mean, you yeah, get, how many, many high of, school right off the top, fifty yeah. percent gone.
3: Yeah, they're they're kind of bucking the trend a little bit because a lot of these programs. You've seen Utah announce a lot of this stuff, so. It'll be interesting. You'll see a lot of the players themselves, though, announce that they have signed their paperwork, their national letters of intent. That's good,
1: and then we'll see you in two years.
2: Exactly. I was going to say, how many of their high school recruits are going to be going this, this year? This class, it's about 50-50.
1: Well, if they sign the right kids, it should be 100%. <laughs> okay.
2: There you go. I think you're irritating 100% of the people right about now.
1: <laughs> Why do you
2: say that? Just This tone you took with that, I think what that's tone. I'm speaking truth. I know that's, that's if you're why.
1: signing the right kid in Provo, every single one of them should go. It's what your leader said years ago.
2: I think right now, the people who are taking you 100% seriously are irritated with you, and the people who think what? you're being sarcastic are irritated with you. Why, yeah, because <laughs> you're you, PK. It's just how it works. This
3: isn't dividing the audience, this is <laughs> yeah, just this this uniting
1: is... them against you. <laughs> yes, I think you're right. Spencer
2: T. Kimball said... Or W. The guy's from Arizona. There's, there's another irritated person. That's I knew the Arizona. guy practically. Okay. Except that you didn't. But we're both from, from Arizona. Arizona. Okay. So, come on. Although, judging by your accent, we thought you were from Germany. But anyway.
1: <laughs> One degree. <laughs> A form of encouragement. Here's the deal. He said... did he say every worthy dude is supposed to go? Every worthy young man should be a missionary, yep. By definition, shouldn't the Cougars be recruiting
3: worthy dudes? Well, under Bronco Mendenhall and Kalani, it's been about
1: 80%. And I don't settle for that. (laughs) What? You know what. <laughs> so, and obviously I'm just playing around, but for the Cougars, <laughs> that is why. you've got to look at who's coming back yes. and how quickly they can get into shape right. and get themselves ready to play. When when do they come back? Do they come back next week? Right. Do they come back in August? Coming back
2: in January. You're coming back in August. <laughs> exactly. And there's that. And then as, you might as well also look at who's been back for a year but wasn't ready to contribute and now can. I mean, there's multiple layers to this for BYU. Yeah. So thanks for coming on, Jake. Thanks Signing for having... day is
1: <laughs> for the Cougars is the funkiest thing.
3: It really is. The one thing that they've talked about, though, is that four-game redshirt rule has been a big-time help for them in terms of return missionaries. They can come in, work their way into shape, and then late in the season you can put them into games and say, okay. You're and especially late injury. in
2: the year if you've had injuries. Exactly. And... <laughs> All right, PK. What? I want to know what you saw that gave you a form of encouragement. <laughs> Oh, 100%, absolutely. Right now. I got you. I know. I know
1: what you're talking about. There was a play that Rudy Gobert got an offensive rebound, and he took it out a little bit. And so we went to see, because, you know, you get those offensive rebounds, and that's when guys can be open for three. And if Bogdanovich is open for three, my gosh. Give him the ball. Yeah, you know, he is – he's like the – that's shooting stroke. It reminds me of the pure golf swing or the pure baseball swing. And to me – Those two things are things of beauty. The pure baseball swing. I used to love to watch Will Clark of the Giants. He had such a beautiful swing. It was poetic. And then you see men, women, it doesn't matter, in golf... Who has a great golf swing and it is just a thing of beauty to watch well Bogdanovich when his feet are set and he takes that three it is so pure that you just know what's going in because it's the purity of the stroke is unbelievable so anyway Gobert gets the rebound he looks out nobody's really open and then he takes a little off the uh, uh, left side a left-handed hook and it goes in yeah And I said to myself, that is sweet. I said, that is one small step for Rudy Gobert, one giant leap for Jazz Nation. (laughs) Because the only thing that is keeping Rudy Gobert out of being a top 10 all-time center is a little more offense. And sometimes he looks awkward. Well, that little left-handed hook did not look awkward, and it only came through an abundance of practice. I talked to you earlier about how I watched Sabonis about an hour before he was playing in a uh, conference tournament game down in uh, Orleans Hotel in uh, Vegas for the West Coast, and he was working on his footwork without a basketball, and he's just going back and forth on the left low block, the right low block, and he's drop-stepping, he's pivoting, all the footwork that requires a big man, and he's just going over and over and over again. Last night, he scores 24 points against the Lakers. And uh, pretty good player, obviously. He's developed himself in a nice player. And so Gobert, when he made that shot, I thought, that is sweet. If he can do more of that. Because really, that's the only thing separating him from being a big-time stud. He's got all the other stuff that centers needs. He needs a little more offense beyond the lob dunk. And he put in a left-handed. And it looks smooth, too. It wasn't a clunker that just <laughs> happened to go in not got a lucky bounce or it banked it in. No. It was a great move that he made, and he made it with complete and total confidence. You could see it. I thought to myself, that is good. That's great news for the ball club and all of its passionate fans because if he can do that more consistently, that's a huge benefit.
2: So that particular move. Got you going. It did. It did, all absolutely. Right. What, you, what got you going in the Jazz game last night? We got the question up on Facebook. You can hit that. Uh, the Jazz won three consecutive games, four out of five. Are they finding a groove here? We will get to that coming up. We've also got uh, Riley Jensen on the way next, our college football insider. He runs the Mountain West Elite Camps. We'll there's, see what he thinks of the local guys and where they're there's going.
1: There's one other thing, Quinn Snyder, I saw Mike Sorensen tweeted it out. He shorted a quote from Quinn Snyder saying that uh, he st- – went with Ingles in the starting lineup because I read all your blogs and tweets and a guy at the service station told me to do it me <laughs> laugh. I mean yeah. I, I'm a Joe Schmo here <laughs> but it seems to me and it's obviously Coach Snyder knows 20 billion times more than I do. But it seems like Joe plays better in the starting lineup. So I was also encouraged by Joe in the starting lineup. He obviously played well. And not just that, it gave more opportunities for Royce O'Neal with the second unit. And I think Royce played one of
2: his best games. You know, I think that while Conley was healthy, they had six guys that they really count on. And they were, Quinn's tweaked what he's doing with the bench. They never had more than... Outside of those six, they're always three of those six were always on the floor, and then a couple of what I consider bench guys. And I get that either Joe um, is coming off the bench, or if not, then Royce is. So they're bench guys. Well, but I, I think there's six they, at this point. There's six they really count on, and three of those six were on the floor. That was the plan, and that was. And you could watch the subs come and go through the first, the second, the third quarter, and it was pretty consistent. Don't put three of those other guys out there together. Uh, And and it worked until early fourth quarter, and then they had the the flat spot they were trying to avoid.
1: And speaking of things you can count on every freaking time when you need to count
2: on it, yeah. Andrew Reinhardt joins us right now. (laughs) Andrew giggling. (laughs) Andrew joins us right now from Wasatch Medical Clinic. Their number is 801-901-8000. A treatment for ED for guys who've tried... Well, I mean, there's several other things to try, but there's reasons that they don't work and that you're still in business.
4: As far as I can tell all the treatments up till now have been a form of medication and some kind of side effect. That would be the pills. Of course, everybody's heard of those, the injections, tons of downsides with the injections. That would be an extreme solution. There's the surgery and then there's hormones. Um, This is the only thing that's not, you know, messing with your hormones and it's not uh, a medication. It's acoustic wave therapy. Um, It's a device that is placed on the skin for about 10 minutes And you do it a few times over maybe two to three weeks. It opens up the blood vessels in this part of the body. So more blood flow, you know, when you want it, where you want it. Um, No side effects. Never been a reported side effect. Totally safe. Works on... uh, the majority of men at least the majority um so it's been very effective we've treated thousands of guys from all walks of life there's guys out there listening that that say well i don't know if i've got a massive problem things aren't as good as they used to be it's maybe slipping in the wrong direction um now's the time to get it fixed that's the easiest uh to fix because it doesn't get better so how does the initial consultation work? Uh, you come in, you meet with a medical doctor, and that's important. We don't use any chiropractors or you know, physicians' assistants or anything like that. This is an MD um, who will do an analysis of you, uh, look at your medical history and determine if you're a good candidate. Normally, by the way, there's a charge. It's free if you call us now. There's no obligation for this. Um, I'll give you a quick example. We had a guy come in a couple weeks ago who was taking some form of medication that was causing his ED. Uh, the doctor was able to pinpoint that recommended against our treatments and you know the guy got off his med and i think it solved the problem so that can happen come in and, and get the information there's no cost for it
2: 801-901-8000 that's the number to call Wasatch Medical Clinic 801-901-8000 andrew thanks a lot thank we you appreciate it